Thanks, Michael. And um, firstly, I just want to say a huge thank you to the Borbore Shire for this opportunity as the ambassador, but also a big congratulations to today's tireless workers and advocates who are championing their causes, their own individual causes within the community. And also a big welcome to all of our new Australian citizens after today. Um, that's what makes this country undoubtedly the best one in the world. For me as a mental health advocate, I think it's also imperative of any time that I get the privilege and the honour to share that we also recognise the beautiful people who we've lost along the way and be grateful on days like today that we were able to play a small part in their journey. I also want to appreciate the uh, voices of lived experience with mental health, the ones changing the way we now treat and perceive and talk about the most important thing, and that's our mind health. I was sitting down this week working out how to attack a speech like this, given that I often talk about mental health. It didn't make sense to come up here and heighten everybody's emotions with my story, but strip today back and honour the key pieces that have allowed me to be up here today and to live a healthy, happy and fulfilling life and the elements of that journey that could also be the change in some of us here today. Today's about choices, the choices that led all of us here today. It's about the stories that we create both good and bad for ourselves and for others. See, I was brought up, raised and educated, as Michael alluded, here in Borbore Shire by the most beautiful and amazing parents who are my two best friends and an older brother, all of which have supported me from day one until this very moment that I stand in right now. I know I'm, I'm one of the lucky ones in the room to be able to even say that. It's not the same for all of us, and I acknowledge that. I had the ability to grow up here in the Borbore Shire and do and be whatever I wanted to be. Unfortunately, at school I also had the inability to sit still, focus and concentrate. We're lucky there is a lectern here today, otherwise I would have already cut about 25 laps across the stage um, by the end of this. And to be honest, I still struggle to focus and concentrate, so we'll see how we go. Every day I went to school, I found it increasingly hard to stay in the classroom. I was distracting, fidgety and restless. Not one teacher in my school history had ever asked why I couldn't focus and why I couldn't concentrate. It was easier for them to make a choice. Like I said, today's about choices and stories. It was easier for them to make a choice that often removed me from the classroom as a distraction to everybody else. Outside that classroom door was where I started to begin my own story and my own narrative in my mind about myself, one that wasn't true. I believed I was a burden on every single person I come in contact with. I was worthless because I couldn't achieve what other kids in the classroom could achieve and I was a failure because I believed I was letting my parents down. And I sat outside those corridors and continued to tell myself that same narratives over and over again and paired that with some feedback that I received early on that my parents must be so ashamed and that I would never amount to anything. This became my conditioning that lived in my mind and still does to this very day when I'm feeling unwell. In Year 7, we created a time capsule that we would dig up and get back on a, upon completion of high school in Year 12. While everyone else took it upon themselves to fill up their time capsule with accessories, photos, items, love letters, whatever you can imagine, I wrote one simple thing on a piece of paper and sealed it away for the duration of high school. Looking back, I'm not sure whether I did the bare minimum on that piece of paper because I couldn't be bothered, or I did the bare minimum because I couldn't see hope one inch in front of my eyelids. I was struggling with my own mental health journey without recognising exactly what it was 
given the topic in 2004, way back then, was so taboo. The piece of paper read the following. When I grow up, I'll run a foundation to support young kids. It was broad, it was unique, and it was odd of a 12-year-old to even be thinking like that. In between writing this piece of paper in 2004 and the moment I stand in right now, I would go on to unfortunately lose 11 mates to mental health challenges. I would bounce from gutter to gutter, street to street, homeless. I'd have multiple attempts on my life and be diagnosed with bipolar disorder. The truth was my emotional pain stemmed from my choices and the stories that I created. Do I tap into this beautiful community in the Borbore Shire or do I run away from everyone in it? Do I choose ownership or do I choose blame? Do I choose courage or do I choose fear? Unfortunately, the choices I made were based around just two of those, fear and blame. It was everyone else's problem in the community apart from mine. I blamed every single other person apart from myself. I felt misunderstood and believed that I needed to run away from this community and start fresh. See, I didn't fear myself and the thought of end of my life. What I truly feared was the shame and judgment of the people that I loved in this community. I had a belief system for years, one that screamed, why me, this isn't fair, life sucks. It was a feeling of entitlement that life owed me something and that I'd been de dealt the poor hand. I'd been shut off to the world and all the opportunities in front of me for the best part of eight years. I'd been dragging my feet and living with no acceptance or no hope. As Hal Lindsay famously says, men can live for about 40 days without food, about three days without water, eight minutes without air, but only for one second without hope. It would have been easy for me to get up here today and skip all of the things that I've just spoken about and talk about how amazing the Bulbore Shire is. But the message here today for me as an ambassador is simple and relatable and, as, and for everyone as we go about creating our own little bits of magic within this community. The reality is you won't wake up one day and you're suddenly better and over those challenges, free from pain, mistakes and your doubts. What is possible is to change your world through putting powerful ideas into both mental and physical action day by day, minute by minute. It's about the conscious choices we all make as a community that create better stories for the person sitting next to you. This community is incredible and was never to blame. A community is what we make it. I've stepped in, you know what. I've burnt bridges, I've caused myself pain, I've won awards, I've had sporting success, I've been dumped, fallen in love, broken bones, broke the law, lost my job, met amazing people, spoken in front of thousands of people, made big mistakes, tried to fix them, some I made over and over again. After I suffered each and every one of these lessons, not long afterwards, I'd inevitably realised the crucial lesson I needed at that time and understood I needed to remember it going forward in life. These lessons have built up a philosophy that I now use day to day around the power to change your world. Change your world is about engaging with yourself and the uniqueness of who you are, engaging with others, the people next to you right now and the world around you from a place of love and a place of inspiration. It's about what the human being is designed for and wired for. Every single person in this room, love, belonging, and connection. So the only thing the human wants, that's all of us in this room again, is to love and be loved, to be seen, to be heard, to be felt, and to be got. Got meaning understood. Understood for who we are, not what the world wants us to be, but who we are. Change your world, tip number one. The potential for every butterfly lives within the caterpillar. It's the same for the human condition. The caterpillar evolves from releasing gas. The same way it takes a little bit of you-know-what for us all to become beautiful. 
Change your world, tip number two. Education is not just found in books and degrees. It's about widening your knowledge through all of the adversities, the pain, the challenges that often provide the real truth about our life and our journey. It's about connecting to the people next year today to find out what's caused them pain and how they overcame that. And change your world, tip number three. The right words, in the right order, at the right time, to the right person, may just be the difference in their life, in them helping them to create a better story and make better choices. The difference between how much we say we care about people and how much we start showing it is the difference that this world fundamentally is aching for. Every day my eyes open, my feet hit the ground and I breathe in that fresh air out there. I'm one of the lucky ones still here, still to be able to talk about it, sharing messages of hope, of healing and recovery. It was my own rediscovery when I was homeless, visible in the kindness of others that inspired me to find my strength within. I ran away from the Borbore Shire in 2011 and said I would never return. Here we are. My sense of connection and belonging to this community has been dulled by pain, distance and a lack of understanding for what I was experiencing. And as I said, this community was never to blame. Upon my journey and that rediscovery of hope, I came to appreciate exactly what this community has been for me and continues to be. And when I created that story for myself and changed that narrative, an abundance of love for this community and the people in it come flooding in. In 2016, at the age of just 24, I became the youngest founding CEO to create a non-for-profit mental health, pro health promotion charity with DGR status in Australia's history to their knowledge. That foundation is called Mindful Australia. That piece of paper in year seven, when I grow up, I'll run a foundation that support kids, become true. The Mindful Oz journey has been tough. It's been tough on me. It's been tough on the people around me, especially my family. But I can say this with absolute certainty to everybody in the room today, that nothing, absolutely nothing is impossible in this world when our why is compelling enough. But it's not about me. It's about our whole community. It's about people who create opportunities for us, for you, that provide financial support so we can continue to help and change and save and make people's stories and choices much easier for them. One at a time or many at once. This community really does do it better than anybody else. It was two strangers that threw their arms around me and saved my life when I was homeless. They made me family. Drop by drop, the lake becomes. The ripple effect is felt. That's what I'm doing here today. My wish is that we can all continue to throw our arms around people in the community and continue to give it hope. It only takes a glimmer of it for people to create those better choices and stories for themselves. As I close out, I want to leave you with the fundamentals of how I go about the rest of my journey and hope that they too help you, provide you with some comfort upon your challenges and maybe your pain. They are my shortcuts to get to the heart of living when they don't get rid of all of the you-know-what, but they definitely help us to understand that it all has purpose. Number one, be sad, because if you're brave enough, you'll hear your heart beat through it. Tears come from the heart and not from the head. If any day you feel sadness, it's a sign that you are alive, and that's a very beautiful thing. What brings us sadness shows us the proper perspective of joy and happiness. Number two, be angry. It helps us to identify what, who and where you need to remove yourself from. People are going to make you feel that way. An action signal for positive change. Anger's okay, aggression is not. Don't let it sit long enough before it becomes aggression. It's like holding on to the hot goal and expecting the person who made you angry to get burnt. They won't. Throw it away, get the lesson out of it. Number three, be confused. It's where you begin to learn new things. It's the route to clarity. 
Remember not to try to convince your, your, your head of something that the heart knows is a lie. Go with the emotion and not the intellect. Find what sets your soul on fire. Be frustrated. It's where lib- deliberate actions take place. It's where our focus becomes on the outcomes and not the obstacle. Turn the frustration into fascination. Create magic. Remember your why. Be broken. It's where we heal stronger. Restoration and refurbishment always looks much nicer. Be lost because life isn't about finding yourself. It's about creating yourself. What you find on this part of your journey already existed. What you create can be a masterpiece and it has no limitations. Be alone. There isn't anything more satisfying than getting so far down your track like I have now and realising that you've been living with your best friend all along. To depend on nobody, that's a true sign of strength. Be behind. Appreciate the life miles you have covered. Appreciate the setbacks, the pain, the challenges, because that's what makes you, you. Fall in love with the life that you are creating. Don't fall into, into love with the line and the walk of somebody else out here. Be afraid. This is the part that shows us that it's worth it. Bravery and courage come from doing the things that are unknown and not guaranteed. And the last one is validate. Rather than ignore your emotions or suppress them, it's about embracing them and using them to inspire your own growth and development. Turn all emotions around, guide them, dance with them, and create your magic with them. I'm learning to be okay with whatever happens to me, however it happens to me, and wherever I am right now. And I'm super blessed to be alive, but to be here today in a room full of amazing people. But there's no more hiding from it. There are no burdens no more in my life, only blessings and lessons. And I'll continue to use all of the lessons and the learnings that I have the same way you have to turn that frustration, anger and sadness that we might experience into something more beautiful, not only for ourselves, but for others. So that we can help people to tap into the strength of who they are at their core, so that they too can live and lead a healthy, happy and fulfilling life. From one believer in something better to a room full of us, remember, change yourself, change your world. This community is what you make it. I have seen how easy it is to blame and blame this community and run away from it like I did. I've also seen the beauty that comes from it when you pour your own magic into it. Thank you for the tireless work you all do in this room and the contribution you make each and every day to this community and the people around you. From the purest part of my heart, I appreciate, appreciate every single person in the room and hope that with the 1,440 minutes we have each and every day, that it's all of us in this room that continue to change this world and change this community. And on that note, I need everyone to follow this next little segment and get out of their comfort zone just a little bit. It's a silent event. I need everyone to put a big, pearly, white, stupid, smiley face on their, uh, grin on their face and just hold it. And I'm not going to continue till I see everybody smiling. So can we just go ahead and do that? I want to see everyone smiling. Everyone smiling. Hold your smiles. Now I want you to turn to the person next to you and smile at them with that big, stupid grin. Now I want you to turn and face the other person on the other side and look at them with your big grin. What was the first thing that happened when I said this was a silent event? We laughed. Did anybody feel worse for smiling? No, you didn't, a liar. We feel better, and so does the person next to us. It only takes six seconds for our emotions to absorb into our system. Next time you're having a bad day, smile, or share your smile with somebody else. In a world that is desperate for love, belonging, connection, the three things that human beings wired for, know that your smile has the opportunity to create that for somebody else. 
I hope every single person in this room has a wonderful day. And again, congratulations on the magic that you individually bring to this beautiful community. Thank you again, Michael and the Borbore Shire for having me as an ambassador for this year. Thanks, everyone.